Today is Monday, August 7th. The title for our devotional is Preaching as Worship. Remember, in this campaign, we're going through some of the formal practices of worship in the church. So far, we've talked about private worship and life together in community. This week, we're going to explore our practice of preaching and listening to the Word of God. My goal is to make the case that preaching, uh, whether you're preaching the sermon or listening to the sermon, is an act of worship to God. Have you ever explained to someone what happens at a typical church service who isn't familiar with church? It's usually in those moments where we're struck with the questions of why we do what we do. It may seem awkward. You may stumble over it of why do we preach a sermon? Why do we sing music? We'll talk about singing next week. For those of us who have participated in church for years, the components of the church service can sometimes become second nature, and we often don't reflect much on why we do what we do. This is a good thing by and large. We can't constantly be analyzing and overanalyzing everything. Without rituals and regular practices and rhythms, life becomes chaotic and disorienting. But occasionally, it's worthwhile to explore these practices to be sure that we are valuing them appropriately and not taking them for granted. So this week, let's examine our regular practice of preaching as an element of our Sunday morning gathering. Before we dive into the specifics of it, let's revisit a passage we referenced a few weeks back. And this passage, remember, we're building a lot of this, uh, a lot of our worship uh, around what Jesus says in John 4, 23. Remember here, he's talking to the woman at the well, and he's having a long conversation with her, and it delves into worship. Jesus says, but the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. So again, remember, this is there is a type of worshiper that God is looking for. There are genuine and false forms of worship. The worship that God is looking for is, as Jesus says, in spirit and in truth. It's not as if God needs our worship, but this is the worship that God is seeking. Our preaching and our teaching practice on Sunday morning, then, is rooted in the worship of God in spirit and in truth. When we collectively hear the word of God read, exposited, and applied, our spirit, which has been awakened to God by the Holy Spirit, should come alive in us. Our heart should be burning within us, as we'll see in a few days here. It is also a practice of worshiping God in truth. We must worship God as he truly is. We're not free to worship God as we perceive him, or as we would want him to be. No, we must worship him as he truly is. That is to worship him in truth. This is where the infinite value of scripture comes in. God has revealed who he is, his character, his actions, and much of his will to us in scripture. And so when we exposit scripture, we're discovering who God is and worshiping him as he truly is. Scripture then is our source of special revelation. That is God's gracious, miraculous revelation of truth contrasted with general revelation, which is the revelation of God in creation and the natural world that points to a creator. We talked about general revelation in the first half of this campaign. Now we're talking more about the special revelation and the worship service of how we exposit and preach on scripture. This is why preaching is rooted and saturated in God's word. That is what differentiates preaching from other forms of public speaking. Preaching is not a self-help TED talk with some Bible verses sprinkled in. It's an act of worship, both on the part of the hearer and the preacher. Martin Luther once said, when I declare the word of God, I offer sacrifice. When thou hearest the word of God with all thy heart, thou dost offer sacrifice. I love the old English. In the same vein, Scottish theologian James Denny once wrote, what can be more truly described as worship than hearing the word of God as it ought to be heard, hearing it with penitence, with contrition, with faith, 
and self-consecration, with vows of new obedience. If this is not worship in spirit and truth, what is? We live in a cultural moment where truth is in great peril. The erosion of trust in institutions, both self-inflicted and undeserved, has left us wondering who we can trust to present truth. The church is no exception to this. We are highly suspicious of anyone who has something to gain by making a truth claim. Politicians and pundits are experts at spinning a story, any story, to fit their meta-narrative. Whatever narrative we want to believe, we can find evidence for on the internet. This is called confirmation bias. Deep fakes are becoming increasingly more common. AI-generated answers have taken us yet another step removed from critically analyzing, or in this case even knowing, the sources of the information where it was derived from. All in all, truth is in crisis, and the Word of God is not excluded from this crisis. I don't say all this to scare you. Um, okay, maybe, maybe a little bit, but for good reason. I say this to point you to the immeasurable value of God's Word as our source of truth. In a world that is clamoring for who to believe, we have the sure foundation of truth in God's Word. As we read Psalm 119, our hearts cry out yes and amen. Psalm 119, 41-48 Let your steadfast love come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Then I shall have an answer for him who taunts me, for I trust in your word. And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for my hope is in your rules. I will keep your law continually, forever and ever. And I shall walk in a wide place, for I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and shall not be put to shame. For I find my delight in your commandments, which I love. I will lift up my hands toward your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. Of course, God's word must be properly understood and interpreted. This is where preaching and teaching come in. In reflection time today, to appreciate preaching, we must appreciate the truth, specifically the truth of God's word. Take some time to reflect on your appreciation for God's word as our source of truth and our guide for belief and practice.